Merry Christmas and have an amazing Thanksgiving. An amazing Thanksgiving. Now, guys, let's not forget our troops who are overseas. Even some of them that are closer uh, to this hemisphere. But uh, are not at home being served as they serve us. Please not do not forget them. And our law enforcement, who is not here, I want to be clear. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I want to say thank, happy Thanksgiving. That was pretty much it. This is a very positive podcast, just so you know. But when we're in war times, it may not sound like that. There is tons of things that are happening. And that's why I started this podcast, so we both can compare notes, right? There's a lot of persons who may say, well, I'm in a white community, whatever that means. It's like, I don't exactly know what happens in a black community, how you guys, you know, deal with certain things and what's actually happening, right? And then us in quote-unquote black community, we can say, well, I don't know how white people feel when it comes down to talking about this topic or this issue. And that's what we're here for. Child, we got so many interviews coming. Y'all would be shocked. Oh, yeah. And it's going to get good and it's going to get juicy. You're going to love it. We was on the campus last night. We're headed back uh, towards that direction right now. And we had a good time last night. A great time last night. We were able to actually work on a project that uh, for this upcoming election, we're trying to reach out to people and get them registered to vote. Uh, it was so easy for me. You know, it was just fantastic. 11 and 0, hit, hypno frogs, right? Guys, what a win. 28 to 29, completely impossible. But we'll take it. I met a cheerleader last night. And her energy was so great. It was just amazing. And she cheers for TCU. Isn't that a fantastic, right? And we just talked for a little bit. And you know what I appreciate about everybody that I speak to? The only hate is in the media. The only division is in Hollywood. People don't feel that way about one another and our great country. I just wanted to add that. Her energy was so positive. I didn't want her to go. It was simply positive. And guys, I'm telling you the God honest truth. I won't lie to you. Be keeping it real. This is my group right here, Groupon. Now, I got on some nice dress pants today, and my butt has got bigger. I've been eating a lot of pumpkin loaves. I need to cut down, but I noticed them sisters, they be looking. Y'all been, been looking at that thing down there when I be walking away. I tell them at Starbucks every time I'm watching y'all, y'all keep your eyes off of it. It's mine. Merry Christmas. God bless America. I think they're starting to leave me alone because I love Jewish people and white women from the age of about 50 
to about 80, 90. They're the salt of the earth. I can just give them a kiss. They're the sweetest people on the planet. Seriously. White women have the biggest heart. Really, real talk. I'm not kidding with you. <clears throat> I was listening to some bad news last night. And Charleston White, he was right. The black community, and I told you this before, y'all never listen to me, is the most negative people on the planet. He says, you move into a neighborhood with your kid. Good kid. Unfortunately, we got to follow where the rent is cheaper. You send them outside to be a good kid. Black community says, we don't want you to be a good kid. You, you're you're going to be tough. We're going to talk crap to you. We want to fight. We're a gang over here. And, you, and you're a wussy. And what is your kid to do? What is your kid to do? Hold on. This, this, no, I'm so sorry, guys. Look, I'm sitting here at Starbucks, guys. I just got me a cold brew. And this white sister up in here looked like she was tired from yesterday. She walks up in here, and this girl is fine as Jesus Christ wine. You hear me? And I got to just say good morning. That was fast and that was easy. That is how easy your tap is on your card, isn't it? You go through the line, whether it's the airport or Starbucks, right? Panera Bread and you tap it and you're good to go, right? I just went right by and I just said good morning. Boom, 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 boom. She's like, yeah, sure. Boom, 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 Fantastic. Pow. See you later. White women make things so easy for black men. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm serious. Anytime a white woman is telling me about the goodness of Jesus Christ, the Lord, and I'm listening to her, they make it seem like, really, like, did this chick know God? Billy? Hezekiah, is it Hezekiah? Yes. Have you given yourself to the Lord? you like... Uh, well, kind of. They're like, that's okay. That counts. He's already got you. All I want you to do is lift your hands and just say, I got the victory. Tell God to come in my heart right now, and that easy it'll be done. You say, that's it? Well, hell, in a black church, they told me I had to pay this amount. I had to jump and flip and skip and do all these kind of things here. I would have been came to the Lord if I would have known that. But I love white women. I really do. I really do. I've had a white grandmother. I lived in a house with in Little Elm and a white mother. My ex, Catherine, and I, I was living in Frisco in a very strange situation. And me and Catherine was dating. And her mom, Mrs. Terry Lynn Osen, she said, I want you and Kat to be in the same household, and I don't think that your aunt will let Catherine just plop over there like that. So, we got a big enough house, we furnished the entire garage perfectly, everything is in there, central condition, whatever. We was going to have it for one of the boys, so they can have their little oasis, but we want you to have it. White mothers, and she was a nurse too, white mothers are amazing. I remember one time I, I was getting dressed, right? And we was late for church. She came in there with her belt after Catherine about something she did. She didn't really spank her. And I was naked. I was I froze. I was like, Mom, I, uh, my 
Jingle Bells are out. She's like, I don't give a doggone, Billy. I'm a nurse. You know how many naked people I've seen? Now you just be quiet and put your underwears on. I'm sitting, yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, snap. That was crazy, bro. Ever since then, whenever she passed by, I get on your drum. Okay, whatever. No, don't worry about it. Guys, God bless you. Merry Christmas. It's coming up. Don't tell me, oh, it's not Christmas yet. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. It's all about Thanksgiving. Absolutely. 100%. But, Merry Christmas as well. I'm in a good space. Did I tell you guys that I went to go see this? Guys, I just want to iterate one time. This is a positive podcast. This is a very positive podcast. There are a lot of dangerous things happening. And not only our freedoms, our home, our country, our ideals, our principles, our morals are being challenged now. Not from the outside, from the inside. And I like the comparisons that was made. uh, That we have a bigger problem with domestic groups in our country that's almost worse than the terrorists abroad. And, And look, I second that motion. It's a sad deal to say. Hey, look at me as a black man. Our biggest enemy is black women. And it's a shame where someone steps on your toe, someone punches you, someone robs your wallet, and they say, that's your uncle, don't say that he uh, robbed your, uh, your wallet. That's not proper, this is family business, excuse me, I'm going to call the police the same way I would if it was someone else, because obviously if he, if he ain't been stealing just this, this today, I've had enough of this and maybe he can get himself straightened out. Now, maybe I won't press charges, but he needs to know that this crap is not going to be tolerated. You understand, buddy? Did you guys hear the reviews for Black Panther? Boy, they are talking about this agenda, child. They are talking about, they calling this, is, this is Woman King on steroids. All of this masculine masculinity around black women, they're going to come to regret it. They are going to come to regret it. I don't want to be a lady. You know, we talked about a lot of this stuff before. But, you know, I have to reiterate sometimes because it's happening every day. It's happening in the movies. It's starting to spill over into every aspect of our life. Now, I'm in a good space right now because I believe that God has given me a second and third chance in my life and God has healed me from a lot of things I'm not even kidding sometimes I do want to cry and I can't because I am a man sometimes I go through a lot of pain and as a black male I was taught you can't cry you can't feel human it's not allowed even though your circumstance is terrible you know some people don't understand how terrible it is not to have a father in your home well shit you know everybody goes through something 
expecting somebody to rip your eyeball out of your eye? Well, you know, they could have ripped both. Look, I'm not going to stand for that type of ideology, goddammit. One eye is enough. One parent is enough. Guys, they're ready to run Michelle Obama. That's how bad things have got. So guess what? We haven't seen the last of Barack Obama. Most of us on the Watchtower, we knew that was coming. It was just like, when are you going to pull it out? You know, we, we waiting on you. And since good old Joe ran afterwards, it would be only proper that uh, Michelle takes her time. Wait till they get Black Panther 2 to come out and Woman King. And they, you know, get black women all uh, uh, charged up. A lot of black women who are not part of this kind of deal... They get mad when you say, why are you saying black women? Because that's who's doing it. Why don't you attack them and stop saying, tell them to stop using you? Uh, because I forgot who the lady was, but a lot of people were saying, if black men don't like this Black Panther movie or Woman King, we don't support black women being able to make money in Hollywood and, and be a leading seller. You had to be a feminist to do it? You couldn't do a, woman, a movie about women. You had to come in and subsert, and steal the Black Panther role and then tell us to like it. That's what they're doing now. We changed the bathrooms. You can still pee and poop in it. What's the big deal to you what it says on, on a bathroom door? That's how they reason, guys. And they expect you to back down and say, well, I guess she's right. No, I guess you're wrong. I went to the movie theater in Irvin and right after she made me drive to a Pacific movie theater white women are bossy don't let them lie to you and very sarcastic I told I told I said listen you better stop being sarcastic you are turning me on girl I love a sarcastic white woman for real baby let's make out after those remarks shouts out to the white man I had a good old buddy the other day. He was arguing with a girl. She was being petty. Usually I'm like, nah. But I'm sitting there like, he snatched that chick up and he put his tongue down her throat. And she looked at her phone and started behaving after he kissed her. Child. I don't know how. When, sometimes women want your attention, baby. And men, you got to know, well, she's not really trying. To, she just needs to. And she doesn't know how to tell you that. So uh, he figured it out. So he gave her a nice wet one. And she was nice afterwards. And she even said sorry to me, sorry for behaving that way. I said, girl, you all right? He knew he, he, he took care of business. And he got me thinking, I wish I was young again. Because when you get older, you got to be cautious about that. You know, wait a minute, man. I'm a young guy, okay, he's inexperienced, he don't know. You don't just grab a woman like that, even though she likes it. Probably she melted, you hear me? It's liquefied. And he was, boy, he was on it. She was, she pushed back. Give me that kiss back on Really, it was on. I was sitting there. I didn't say nothing. I just said, y'all get a room. All these people around here looking at y'all. Don't worry. I'll pay for the tab. <laughs> so I took this beautiful white woman with blue eyes. Blonde hair. Dress size 2 or 3, I believe. No more than 125 pounds. We went to the movie theater, and we had the chairs that leaned back, too. Oh, God, I won't lie to you. I gave her my jacket. It was a little chilly in there. She had an old jacket as well. And we sat there, and we had some good old snacks, didn't we? And 
we laughed occasionally because it was very funny but we was she taught me movie etiquette and I appreciate you for that guys if you haven't checked out my book black women rings around Saturn it's available uh, on Kindle we have a good deal with Kindle we also have a good deal with audible with your subscription you can get the copy of the book for free you can listen to comedy other music and podcasts on audible and print it right here in Capel, Texas. You can get yourself a copy in no time. It's a great read for the holiday. The book can be a little confusing. But I reckon that if you have any questions, you ask about it. Because you won't be able to figure it out. Just like you won't be able to figure out the world that we live in. How it works just at face value. It's going to take a little bit of discernment and perhaps reading it again I want to say I love this country I want to say I love my nation and I want to say God bless America But I want to warn you in the future what's coming when you say stuff like that. Did you know every black woman that comes near me and hear anything to do with America or see any American flags around me, you can tell who loves this country and who doesn't. Do you know black women despise me, most of them? And they can say, well, this nigga ain't, I know he ain't on a Democratic Party with all them goddamn white uh, uh, American flags talking the way he talks we got a big problem black women really believe that they could they, they run the community especially with the help of the democratic party and the cults that they are involved with life would be weak if we didn't go through something and have to fight back all I'm asking my republicans are you ready to fight are you ready to push back? President Trump is. They're ready to investigate him again. A special counsel for Thanksgiving. They always know how to mess up his holidays. Yeah. But honestly, we're not going to allow this to just push forward the way you see it. Not going to go for it. You're going to have real trouble. All the way up to the Supreme Court, we're going to have trouble. We're not going to let demonic forces destroy us bring us to our lowest point we're not going to go for it I don't care what you think I don't care why you think what you think what I can tell you is we're not going to entertain the foolishness we have every right to have a free and fair election and that we will do let me get back to this movie of course I paid I'm a gentleman so we lingered a little bit after the movie and we got dressed put our, well, the dress, put our jackets on and walked out she says 
would you like to see some lights? I said, yeah, let's just go to the Gaylord. And we stayed a while, by the way. And it was worth every penny. We got a chance to eat, watch a good movie, see some lights, and go home at a decent time. I got it home before midnight. That was a date I did not go home and regret and say, oh God, I spent my money on this crap. No, I didn't regret it. Every penny was worth it. Every goddamn penny. We took some nice pictures with the lights. She was light as a feather. I picked her up. Now that turned me on, to be honest with you. At, uh, the, the main thing that turned me on, damn, this cool. That's what I'm talking about. You know. It felt good to enjoy a movie and no one was talking or, you know, no negativity. And we didn't have to take in some woke feminist crap and go home with that mess up our evening. Thank God you did not. Because I could have insisted, like, girl, let's watch this Black Panther. And I'm sure she would have enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't have. More than likely. I know I wouldn't have. And I don't think she would have either. Thank God we went to go see uh, Julia Roberts and George Clooney. I don't want to watch that filth. Guys, I've never seen reviews, honestly, a day in my life, the way I've seen the reviews for the Black Panther. Overwhelming, unanimous disappointment in that movie. And I, I don't even need to see it. I knew what was in it. I can see what they're doing. I don't care if it's Gail King, Oprah, Woman King, Black Panther, the two... And now y'all waiting for the we waiting for the we waiting for the icing on the cake because they they finna try to run Michelle get her out there she got her new book now she going around the country with her book tour right preparing the the, the, the ground the soil for her run and because Joe Biden they feel won't be able to save us and they got black women queued up they just think we don't know. And if you say it, they'll say, you are, this is a conspiracy theory. No, Michelle Obama is running for president. I'm telling you, this was a secret weapon to start with. And that's why they wanted to rile black women up. You got a black Supreme Court justice. This was all in the workings. They are going to move through black women to get the country in submission and destroyed the way they want it to. Black men, you're just there to be a footstool, a doormat. You will never be the same. You will be shamed, victimized, just like they do on white folks today. They want them to feel guilty because of her. They want you to feel guilty because of her. And you think we you think we worry? No. Cause guess what? Michelle Obama won't get in on her first term. I can assure you that. You might have most of us fooled, but you ain't got all of us. And that's why we're campaigning and we're trying to educate and wake up those. And our allies 
to help us in this fight. Black men are going to be the difference. And I told you that. We knew Michelle Obama was going to run. We see why they keep trying to divide and conquer and keep throwing black women out there. We know what they're up to. Black women know what they're up to. They choose, though, to participate in this. And they don't want you to get mad. They just want black men to understand this is their moment. It has nothing to do with you. You're not invited. Care if you're down with it or not. Don't need your permission. And they're running the community. So get down or lay down. So many black men have been used to this growing up with no father. We're used to women bossing us around, calling the shots, being in control, and it has destroyed our psyche. That's the truth. Yes, we shall overcome. Don't worry about that. That will happen. But it will be a fight. And I want you to be prepared for a fight. Guys, did I tell you that this was a positive podcast? It really is. It's just some of the situations we're dealing with now are not so positive. And we have to push back, unfortunately. And we have to put our take our gloves off and put our headgear on and go at it. We have to secure our future. Now, as you get ready to pour that old dressing on that, oh God, oh, oh, ooh, on that stuffing, and you get them greens and greens and them yams, that good old juicy turkey. Don't forget to pray for those who don't have it. Don't forget to pray for those who lost their lives and their family is having Thanksgiving without them. Don't forget to pray for our troops and law enforcement, intelligence community, all of those persons that put their lives on the line for you and me. All of our first responders and those that keep the country running somewhat even though most of the stuff is shut down including the banks TCU is just a beautiful story it is a feel good story it's a Cinderella story and I'm going to tell you right now we're going to actually win the championship and we're going to actually go forward And we continue to inspire a nation, a town, and a community, and a world. TCU will become bigger than life at some point. Well, not bigger than life, but you get what I'm saying. Guys, this coffee is so good. Got me a cold brew with a little bit of uh, oat. Was it oat milk? And this is my last pumpkin loaf for the year. I love some coffee. I'm trying not to drink too much coffee lately. 
I'm bringing down a little bit. How are you guys doing out there today? So, just so you're wondering, we're going to formalize this podcast at some point, and we're going to make it very, very studio-like. Guys, I had to open up my pants. Don't y'all start thinking like that. As I told you, I've had one too many pumpkin loaves. I need to go running today. And I normally run around the campus. Not too far sometimes. I want to say I love you guys. And I don't want to live in a country anymore where we have this kind of division. I would have never guessed in a million years that I would have to say the things that I'm saying. It's pretty frightening. But we have no choice. And we can leave things the way that they are. Or we can move forward. Guys, I was listening to somebody and he was just making a joke. He said he walked into a Walmart and a, a woman said, get out the way, nigger. Now, again, this was just comedy. Okay, chill out. And he said, I didn't get offended, but I just said to myself, wait a minute. You can't use the N-word in Walmart. Everybody in here is a nigger. Look around you. Look at the prices of the food. And everybody's damn near wearing pajamas or something else weird. Everybody in here is a nigger. Man, I thought that was just so funny. And... I know exactly what he mean. That's why I don't shop at Walmart anymore. Unless I'm going to get a bike or some sort of, you know, something handy. Food-wise, no way. No. I consider Walmart a utility store. Things that I need. Okay? That might be reasonable and they might have it in stock. I'm not looking to get my tomatoes there. Or onions. In fact, I have a Pacific store that I shop at only. I only shop in stores that have premium food, and I only shop near the campus of TCU. I go in Kroger, Tom Thumb, or whatever, Whole Foods. There's a lot of great, beautiful women in there my age, younger. Might find my wife there one day. I don't know. Guys, did I tell you I got a new apartment in Dallas? After this year, I'm moving to Fort Worth. Well, I actually kind of got a second home in Fort Worth. Because I'll be there every night, you heard? Because I feel safe, honestly. I was there last night and I was working. I said, look at these beautiful houses. Trillion dollar houses and nice Christmas lights. Oh, I'll be in a good part of town. You ain't got to tell me nothing. I know what to do. And I felt so safe. I felt so safe. I felt like I was in Dubai again. I lived in Dubai for two years. So safe. I felt like I could just close my eyes and nothing would happen to me. It's a great feeling. And I want that feeling for our country. But anyway, I don't know. I think that house is going to look like a TCU, my apartment, a TCU college campus. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know how to decorate and fix things up. I'll be honest with you. I've asked some people to help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never fixed up a place. I'm for you know. I'm I'm full of it. I, I got some skills, but mainly in the kitchen. I can hook up a kitchen, just buy a bunch of stuff and put it on the counters. Fill up the uh, cabinets and that's it. Wipe it down, keep it clean. Bathrooms, not too tough either. Get you a good toilet seat, some good soaps and whatnot, uh, towels. There you go. Bam. But when it comes to getting furniture and curtains and all this other kind of stuff, I got a great toolbox. I can handle myself. But I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to get some suggestions from my mom and my sisters. My aunt is in town. All the way from New Jersey. And I'm going to see if I can take her out to lunch. And actually bring her to the house. And get some uh, advice. Um, I don't know that I want to... I want it to be cozy and comfortable. Even though I like my house to feel like a business. I'm moving my office as well out towards uh, Fort Worth and out of Garland. My office is in Garland right now. God bless America and happy Thanksgiving for all you who might just be tuning in now. Catch the podcast here. We love you. And there was a nice Christian gospel song. Can I play it for you guys? Now, I gotta remember what's the name of this song. Um, I believe it's The Lord Will Make a Way Somehow. That song... And I'll just play a clip for you. That song always inspires me in the morning. I don't play it a lot. I, you know, I've, I've, I've been out of the church. I think I'm going to get back to seriously, man. I, I really, I'm really going to get back to, to God, man. I, I'm, 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 I see more and more that I need Jesus Christ, or for real. Um, the Lord will make a way somehow, guys. Take a listen to this. like the way I remember it, but that was nice. Um, I don't know. Some of the times the black choirs and the black churches, they be just putting too much seasoning on the food. I just wanted to hear the lyrics, you know. It's like a ship that's tossed and driven, driven by an angry sea. I wonder what I have done to make this race so hard to run. And then the chorus the Lord will make a way somehow. Uh, uh. 
the Lord will make a way somehow. It's a beautiful song. Um, I remember when we, we, we used to go to church and we would listen to that song. It was just amazing to hear the lyrics. It was, it was just so comforting. And as I get older, it's hard for me to like anything that's associated with African-Americans because it always have on the label Democrats. Even if it was a detergent that was sponsored by the black community, we owned it, we patterned it. It was something that, you know, is a product of the quote-unquote buying black deal or it was a black restaurant or whatever, chain of restaurant, ice cream shops. I would have a hard time supporting anything black because mostly I don't see that there's anything black. I see it's always people of color, like they like to call themselves now, and it's a democratic situation uh, with black folks at the helm of it. That's how I feel. So I don't support nothing black at all. At all. Unless I know it's not sponsored by the left. I had a woman the other day invited me to church. I said, I would love to come if y'all preach the word. She said, we do. I said, well, I'm there. I said, and if y'all don't hold these crazy black hours the way we used to, because black folks hold church too long. I'll be honest with you. She said, no, we don't do that. Well, this is looking good. Last but not least, with all due respect, I said to her, as long as this is not a left-wing church. I'm in. She said no. I believe that last one was tough. But then she said, the pastor goes for TCU. Well, now, wait a minute, ma'am. You got me now. I think this is a good church. And I'm going to go visit. It's a black church, I believe. I No disrespect, I don't want to be in a black church. Because I know the influence of the Democratic Party. I don't want to be with a black woman. They are overwhelmingly, and it's not because I can't tolerate their behavior, which it is, it is difficult to do that, by the way. Tolerate a black woman is hard for a black male. It's easier to go in the military after no training. It's easier to do anything in this country. Okay, deal with racism, bigotry. It's easy to deal with a black woman. It's the hardest thing on this planet for a black male. And they don't realize how much we hate this circumstance. Okay? Oh, God. It is difficult dealing with black women. Completely difficult. Like none other in the whole world. There's nothing like it. They are the worst thing to deal with for black males. Just so you know. I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't want to associate with anything black. I don't care if it's a black anything. That has to do with the left. I want nothing to do with it. Black women feel that we have created this great paradigm. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? Because that's the problem. Your sneaky ass went out there 
without the consent, without the cooperation, and without working with your counterparts and the head of of you that Jesus Christ placed over you says we gotta tell you, you men don't gotta go around time. excuse me, get over here how you doing babe, I'm the head of you right, I know that but you act like you don't so sit down thank you oh, I'm not gonna be talking to you like that, you are uh, you can just leave it there and we can figure out why did I say it that way later, or you can cause even more drama, and I'll handle that accordingly See, black men is not going to keep playing with you. I've seen a woman get up in a man's face and she's ready to go down. Because black men have since learned that it's better to let Christ handle this here. Let the system and everything. See, they're trying to get us back to the days where we knock this bitch head off. Drag her down the stairs and bury the hole in the backyard. This is what they like from black men to push you that far where your freedom is tampered with or you let us go and rule or you murder us the way we murder you and your fathers. So what it's going to be. And see, I hate to see black men get to go down there. I'd rather see you go to Jamaica, Haiti, Mexico, Ukraine, Russia, or Iceland and get you a nice wife, brother. And leave that crazy chick to her own mind and her own devices. That's what I'd rather see you do. Sure, you can round up all of these deceitful, wicked black women and burn them at the stake. Burn every bit of them and feel great. But what is that going to really do for you inside? I, I talk to black men. I know the way, why you rap like that. Bitch, please, the damn hoes, bitch. I know why. I'm one of you. I get that. I'm just maybe able to articulate what you're saying a little bit uh, deeper to, to persons who don't get you. Because they say, man, the lyrics sound so evil towards black women and so wicked and so... And look, these... Look, if anybody was a bitch, it's black women. I'm going to keep it real with you. A female dog... And we're not talking about sexual. We're talking about the things she do to black men. Guys... Check out Kevin Samuels. It's a shame that a woman can be so low down and scandalous. And if a man finds a word that helps him sleep at night by calling this wench a bitch, I know it's not befitting. Now, brother, what if you run for public office and they use these sound bites? By the time we, I get in office, Oh, this might get me elected because I didn't lie about it. And I'm trying to save a country and I'm telling you how wicked people can be. Okay? I'm telling you the truth. And make sure they play the sound bites. And when you hear me tell you, I love my Jewish people. I love my white woman. I love this here country. I love black men. Make sure you play that. Right? I love the American flag. I love hot dogs, coffee, play it all. You put me in the ghetto, you remove my father, play it all. You incarcerated me. How the hell should I feel? You push this woke feminist crap on me. How should I feel? You think I care? I ain't Herschel Walker, baby, Paul. Give me the microphone, daddy. 
Come on. Did you uh, uh, get that woman abortion? You're damn right. Angry ass, crazy black woman. Next question. You go to the liquor store on Sunday? Nope. But if it was open, I sure would have. Because they stress us the hell out. Next. Good Lord. You think you should be elected talking like that? You're damn right. Because I'm going to do the people's business. And they know this is not the way I am. But you deep state Negroes out there. I'm talking to white and other ones. You bad guys out there. You are the uh, bad guys. Not me. I'm the good guys. I'm going for the frogs. Guys, I just got to say again. I love TCU. We're pulling up right now. You guys, we're reporting to you live from the good old state. I said it's the state of Fort Worth. Isn't that something? Look at those big old beautiful buildings. I love them. This way to TCU. Uh, if TCU was a woman, girl, I would be following you all around. If TCU, the college, was an actual, an actual woman, well, there's women that go there, but if TCU was a woman, I could just tell you now, just the most beautiful thing ever. Let me just be quiet before I can start to fantasize it and everything, get myself in some here trouble. you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. I, I love my black men. I've talked to black men, because I try black men, you know, no matter where they are, because, you know, black women, like, they, they got a control over them. I ask any black man, because, you know, they say snow buddies and, you know, you know, whatever the terms are. I said, brother, let me ask you a quick question. Is it easier and more peaceful for white women? They'd be like, most of them say, hell yeah, nigga. Next question. Uh, then the other ones go, well, see, man, yeah, but, you know, you got some good black women, too. And I'm like, okay, brother, now come on, let, 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 brother, you know, let, let's talk. Yeah, well, you know, you, you know how it is, man. It's just the way they was raised. But now, brothers, when you going to step out for real? When we going to send a message, baby boy? Let's give a whole generation of no black children being born out of their wombs. Maybe they might get the message. Let's skip a generation. That's our best bet to send the correct message to them. That we will never, ever tolerate this crap again. How about that? Now, I want you to have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a merry, merry Christmas. I don't care if they don't want you to. I don't care if they try to prevent you from. Stop a white person and hug them. Tell them I love you. Just like Marlon Wayans. Hug them, squeeze them, kiss them. White men love to be loved on, by the way. Have you noticed that? You go to white man, old white man, middle aged, hey, come here, man, I love you. Just look at them, see his face expression. And I just want to give you a hug. They they start to smile and grin. <laughs> what this guy is he? Are you? Are you? Uh, no, I just love you. Go up to a white woman and say I love you. Today is I love you day for white women and men. Why don't we have? Why are we gonna have bacon day? Well, bacon day is good. But why do we gotta have butter day, pork day, ice cream day? Why we can't have love a white woman day? Just go up to him and hug him. Mother's Day, I'm going to make up 
something, and I'm going to start going out to random white women and giving them a Mother's Day card and some chocolate or something and say Happy Mother's Day just for being a white woman. For real, I'm not kidding. I got so many things that I want to do um, to help our country out, and I need your help. We can do this. If any, I was to marry a white woman, let me just tell you, now, damn sure I would enjoy every part of making love to that stuff, especially if I get a good one. You know, them real cute ones. You know they damn sure alumni. You know, damn sure they go to the gym. And you know, damn sure they know how to keep their body and everything else clean, fit, and all this other kind of good stuff. But child, you know I'm gonna enjoy every romantic moment of that, boy. It's like licking my finger. Like some damn soul food, girl. I am going to every morsel and ounce. But I just wanted y'all to know, FYI, just in case you did not know, if any that I would ever be with a white woman, it would be for the purpose of serving God. I'm not kidding. For the purpose of philanthropy. For the purpose of intellectually helping our country move forward, uniting us and bringing us together. No, I'm not kidding. Just like Frederick Douglass. After the black woman died, who he was married to and whatnot, and he took that old good white woman. I don't I like, don't act like Frederick wasn't, sp- uh, uh, you know, enjoying that there, uh, Frederick. I know you wasn't that be old here, boy. I get it. I get you, Frederick. Frederick was, man. Frederick, Frederick Douglass. No, he married a white woman. You didn't know that, boy. Child, a lot of black, good old black men. Jack Johnson, everything else. I get it. Billy D. Williams, Shaq, Kobe, everybody. Michael Jordan, man. Y'all ain't got to tell me twice. Billy D. Williams, I get that. Lionel Richie. Child, you ain't got to tell me twice. But really, when a black man, I think, uh, overall, comes together with a white woman, their purpose is to do some amazing things. Whether it's further their career, build a great family that will not be broken down by some doggone crazy woman. Okay, fallen victim to some party. Well, unless you're Kim Kardashian. But uh, I do believe, and Kanye set himself up for that one. But, you know, I believe that that story's not over. And I don't know how that's going to end up. But that story's not over. I honestly, strangely enough, believe it or not, can see them getting back together. And just, you know, because she helping him or whatever the case may be. Um, she shouldn't have divorced him. I'm not going to go there. Um, that was my favorite couple at some point. I don't want to talk about Kanye. It's a very emotional story, emotional topic. Guys, there's a lot of things going on right now. I've been listening to Tucker Carlson and the Angle Report and you know, all kinds of news. Let's send everybody. Child, there's a lot of crap going on right now. And um, we need a lot of love right now. We really do. This child trafficking stuff going on. There's over-sexualizing of our children, mutilation of their, you know, genitals, all kind of stuff, that you would just not believe that we are involved in in this country. And Joe Biden and Hunter Biden name is coming up in this mess. Oh, God. I met so many beautiful sisters. I, You know, I, I just can't even tell you. Can I share a story with you guys? No, we'll save that story for another time. But, oh, God, I just, you know, there's so many things I got on my heart. I'll share this story. 
So it was one night in a TCU game. It was a beautiful blonde sitting at the bar. She was with some guy. I think it was her boyfriend. Um, and I was in a zone. You know me. So she said, I want your number because I want to send you a meme or I want to send you a, you know, text of this uh, horned frogs that it's beautiful. You, you'll love it. So I gave her my number. Her name is uh, Julia. And she sent it to me. She texts under, I, my name is Julia. And I, she was in good shape, child. She had to be about, mm, she was sexy as hell. And white women look good in their winter clothes too, child. Let me just tell you, she had the boots on and her belt and her jeans and everything like that. Mm, and a good old sweater on. And she, you just know her behind smelled good. I mean, literally and figuratively. When I say her behind smelled good. It's I, the way I talk, sorry. I grew up that way. You better get your behind over there, move your, you know, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're gonna have to. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was so in the zone, and I was just sharing how I felt about with her and her boyfriend about the game and everything, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, great, good, 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 good." But her energy was so... Come to find out, I don't think it's a boyfriend, by the way. Her energy was so contagious. I wanted to take her by her hand. And say, let me come on, come on, let me tell you something. Today, you're my girl. Deal? And I'll give you the energy that you want, and as long as you give me back the energy I want. That's what I wanted to say to her. That's the way she made me feel in less than a minute. I'm telling you guys, it's not a joke. The way white women and other women treat black men is, dude, we've, it's, it's like coming into money and you never had money before, coming into wealth or, you know, just whatever, something that you're not used to, even if it's love, coming into love, you never had love before, you, you don't even know how to act, you know, and it's such a thing, and I hope more and more men start to look at that. And stop letting black women get away with loving you part-time. Or occasionally. And still thinking that you owe some sort of black love ritual of, you know, let's be together, be loyal. They have no black love, no community. Black women have nothing to do with community. It's black women and black women and sometimes black women and children. Okay? I'm after black men. I'm not, I don't care what anything that they do. It's none of my concern. It hasn't been since I've been alive, and it won't be until I'm out of this place. But my job is your ass. You are what is important to me. You are what I'm after. Bingo. Love you.